0: Support your journey to wellness at com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Some areas of our country are doing very well, others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction you must stay at home we can no longer from today onwards be
1: proud we can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless unlawful killings sly racism of another human being based only on what their
0: skin color we are worried that uh, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people
1: This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school, on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone, and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. We have been able to authorise the supply of this vaccine using provisions under European law which exist until the 1st of January. So our speed or our progress has been totally dependent on the availability of data in our rolling review and the rigorous assessment and independent advice we have received. This week, the UK became the first country in the world to approve the Pfizer and BioNTech coronavirus vaccine, paving the way for mass vaccination. The Pfizer and BioNTech jab is the fastest vaccine to go from concept to reality, taking only 10 months to follow the same steps that normally span 10 years. Britain's medicines regulator, the MHRA, says the jab, which offers up to 95% protection against COVID-19 illness, is safe to be rolled out. Pfizer said earlier on this week that the first doses are already on their way to the UK, with 800,000 due in the coming days. Altogether, the UK has ordered 40 million doses of the jab, which is enough to vaccinate 20 million people. Shortly after the announcement, Health Secretary Matt Hancock said the NHS will contact people about jabs. As far as we know, elderly people in care homes and care home staff have been placed top of the priority list, followed by over-80s and healthcare staff. Due to the fact that hospitals already have the facilities to store the vaccine at minus 70 degrees Celsius as required, the very first vaccinations are likely to take place there for care home staff NHS staff and patients, so none of the vaccine is wasted. On Wednesday, a further 648 deaths within 28 days of a positive Covid test were recorded in the UK, with another 16,170 cases reported. Prime Minister Boris Johnson urged the public not to get carried away with over-optimism or falling into the naive belief that our struggle is over
0: until the vaccine is deployed. Our plan does rely on all of us continuing to make sacrifices to protect those we love. And next. He thinks it's a nation state intelligence service because it's gathering information and what they might do with that information, he worries, is actually use it to disrupt the distribution of the vaccine worldwide, attacking that cold storage process in some way
1: to discredit it and cause people to be worried that these vaccines aren't safe next year. According to the International Business Machines Corporation, IBM, the international vaccine supply chain has been targeted by a cyber espionage campaign. The company says it tracked a campaign aimed at the delivery cold chain used to keep vaccines at the right temperature during transportation. For example, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, which was not the specific target of this campaign, will need to be kept at a temperature of about minus 70 degrees Celsius whilst it is transported. The attackers impersonated a business executive from a legitimate Chinese company involved in the supply cold chain. They then sent phishing emails to organisations that provided transportation which contained a malicious code and asked for people's login credentials. If they had been successful, it could have allowed them to understand the infrastructure that governments intended to use to distribute vaccines. The attackers' identity is unclear, but IBM said the sophistication of their methods indicated a nation-state.
0: They're trying to replicate the knowledge of the cold chain, how the refrigeration works, what sort of manufacturing is required, or potentially also to conduct a disruptive or destructive attack, preventing the refrigeration from occurring or somewhere in the life cycle uh, so that these vaccines spoil and you know, the public perception and trust in the vaccine gets lost.
1: IBM says it believes the campaign started in September 2020. This follows warnings from governments, including the UK's, of countries targeting aspects of vaccine research.
0: Given that the world is trying to come together to find a vaccine uh, for our own peoples, British people here in the UK, but also for people around the world, uh, I'm afraid it's a pretty egregious uh, behaviour and it, it deserves and it should be called out in the way we're doing today.
1: In July, the UK warned that Russian intelligence had targeted UK vaccine research, including at Oxford. The US also warned of Chinese hacking, while more recently Microsoft said it had seen North Korean and Russian hackers targeting vaccine research. Nevertheless, officials suggested the activity so far had been about intelligence gathering rather than disruption of any research. And finally.
0: Good morning, Melissa. Well, Jimmy Lai is one of the city's most prominent democracy advocates. He's a frequent visitor to Washington and has been labeled by Beijing as a traitor. Well, today he and his sons were arrested for alleged collusion with foreign forces. And that's raised a lot of concerns in the city that it could be losing its press freedom.
1: Following a long battle, Hong Kong's media tycoon and pro-democracy supporter, Jimmy Lai, has been charged with fraud and has been detained until a court hearing in April next year. Mr Lai, aged 73, is the founder of Next Digital, which publishes Apple Daily, a well-read tabloid which is frequently critical of Hong Kong and mainland Chinese leadership. He was arrested under the national security law earlier this year and later released on bail. However, he was arrested again on Wednesday night, along with two other senior executives from the media company, Next Digital. From a local perspective, Mr Lai has been seen by China as causing persistent problems, both through his publications and writing that openly criticizes the Chinese leadership.
0: I'm 72 years old. If I can, sacrifice for Hong Kong to do so.
1: His charge comes a day after three prominent pro-democracy activists were jailed. On Thursday, the three men appeared in court to face charges relating to the alleged illegal use of their company's headquarters for purposes not permitted by its lease. The cases have raised fear of a renewed crackdown on the city's activists and media figures, spurred by a controversial new security law. China has said the new law will return stability to the territory after a year of unrest but critics say it has silenced dissent. In another development, former Hong Kong pro-democracy legislator Ted Hui has announced during a trip to Denmark that he is going into exile. Faced with charges also linked to pro-democracy protests but had been released on bail. He said in a statement I hereby announce that I will go into exile and withdraw my membership of the Democratic Party of Hong Kong to leave Hong Kong. There is no word to explain my pain and it's hard to hold back tears. Um, I think my future plans, uh, it's undecided. um, Because as I told you, there are consequences if I go back home and face jails. And um, maybe um, uh, when, when I feel free uh, the freedoms that I have and I want to make use of the freedom while I'm in Denmark mm. to speak to her. So you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search where we are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.